Hello, I'm Ken Karkoff, the Learning Director for Small Business at the Defense Acquisition University, or DAU. I'm here with you on another episode of the All Things Small Business podcast. Hopefully you uh, listened or viewed the earlier podcast, which reinitiated the All Things Small Business podcast. It's been on hiatus for about a year, and I am really excited that we're able to bring it back, uh, and it's coming back uh, on steroids or fireworks. It's going to be shorter, and we're also going to bring to you some more interesting topics. The purpose of the podcast is just to talk to the defense industrial base, the workforce, about all things that are small business. So it's for academia, it's for industry, and it's for government. So if you're in one of those areas, this is for you. And I'm super excited because I'm going to share this podcast today with one of my colleagues, Dr. Gigi McRae. Uh, She's a superstar. She's a contracting and a small business professional instructor uh, at DAU. Uh, I said I'm the learning director. She is also a learning asset manager, or LAM, uh, which means she does the she knows the nitty gritty, the details on the class that she is the LAM for. I have kind of the higher view, but we work collectively to make sure that we either update, maintain, or develop new learning assets uh, for our students. So she's here to talk with you about a couple things. One, small business learning, but more importantly about a rotation that she just completed, and we're going to get into that a little bit and how that applies directly uh, to small business. So welcome, Gigi, Dr. McRae. Thank you. I'm super glad to have you here. And it's almost like we're, it's almost like we're in a classroom because we co-teach classes together. So uh, we know each other very well from, from co-teaching. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned uh, just a moment ago that uh, <clears throat> Gigi has recently completed a faculty rotation Program. So I know you're basically going to ask me, you know, what is the faculty rotation program? Well, I'm going to share it with you a little bit. So back in de- uh, December of 2021, uh, the Defense Appropriations Act, uh, based on Public Law 117.81, established a faculty rotation program for DAU. What that means is all teaching faculty have to go on a rotation to a uh, organizational contracting or a uh, similar organization uh, every five years. So this is probably year two, maybe year three, where some of the instructors are going on rotation. So Gigi uh, just spent six months on her rotation. I mean, she's recently back probably, what, two weeks? Got back about two weeks ago, right? On the 10th, and yes. On the 10th, okay, of October. Seems like she never left. I'm not sure, sure what she's thinking, but I'll tell you what, I sure missed her. Even though where she went, we were able to work uh, collectively on a lot of things. So one important thing is the, uh, the faculty rotation program, FRP, is mandatory for all teaching faculty. And basically, the program is designed to make sure that you go to an, uh, you're detailed to an operational acquisition position in a military department or a defense agency or to an extramural uh, institution. Like, for example, we had one colleague of ours go to the National Contract Management Association for her rotation for not less than six months out of every five years. Basically, what it does, it keeps you fresh and sharp on what's going on uh, with defense acquisition. And I think that's great for the, for the development of the instructors, but even better for our students. So Gigi, would you agree that that's uh, Yes, what I would happened? agree. I agree that is definitely what happened. And I enjoyed my, my rotation. I actually selected the Office of Small Business Programs. I'm a professor of contract management, but I am the LAM for small business courses, and I am faculty for small business courses as, as well. 
And going over to OSBP, it gave me the opportunity to see how we can align our plan, I mean, their strategic plan to the development of our, of our courses. Because their strategic, strategic plan is pretty much outlining what they're expecting from small business professionals. And what they're expecting from small business ex professionals is what we're expecting to train the small business professionals to do in the workplace. In other words, to carry it to the workplace. So it gave me that big picture of this is what you want them to do in the workplace. So we, we can help develop our courses that way. And I came back and kind of just landed right in the middle of a, well, not the middle, at the beginning of a small business course. As soon as I came back, I was back in the classroom. We wasted no time getting you back in the saddle. <laughs> That's right. So I was able to pull in, you know, things that they would like for small businesses, small business professionals to understand straight from my rotation right into the classroom. So I, for example, I um, was doing a small, an SBP 102 last week, and we have a section in there called Small Business News or Small Business Education. So I was able to tailor that to, you know, what we're expecting OSBP to have in there. I mean, what OSBP is expecting them to learn in the classroom, SBPs to learn in the classroom. And as an example, we were talking, I pulled up OSBP's website. I asked the students to, or the participants to go to the program section of that website and pull up cybersecurity. I asked them to go through that web page. And after going through it, look at it and see what is it that you, what would be your role as a small business professional? How can you use that information for, um, as a small business professional that you pulled straight from the OSBP website, so, which aligns with their... So, so, so let's break that down a little bit. So you, you came right from the Department of Defense Office of Small Business Programs. Mm -hmm. uh, for those that may not know, that's actually the functional lead. That's the stakeholder. So the mm -hmm. training is, is owned uh, by them. They, they establish... Uh, the learning uh, outcomes, and then we take them and transition them to learning objectives. Mm -hmm. you, you said that you went to the, the, the website, that they have an active website, which I've been on it all the time. It, it's been updated a lot recently, which is yes. probably one of the reasons you went there. But you mentioned a couple things. I think you mentioned cybersecurity. Yes. And maybe in an earlier discussion today, you and I were talking about Apex Accelerator as well. Why did you choose those two particular areas of interest? Because while I was OS, at OSBP, those were the areas that they were aligning their strategic plan to. And that's something that's new. Well, Apex Accelerators is now being managed by Office of Small Business Program. Formerly the PTACs yeah. under DLA. Right. Now they're Apex Accelerators. Okay. Mm -hmm. And when we talked about cybersecurity, that leads, leads to the um, Project Spectrum at OSBP, which is newly developed at OSBP. For, and cyber, cyber training, when the, the participants looked at that, of course, after they looked at their role, um, what they would do as a small business professional, how does that help them in their role? It led to Apex Accelerators, you know, because that's where they would direct the um, small businesses that they'll give consulting to, um, where they can direct them to understand what type of training and what type of certifications and what's available. 
Well, I focused on that because that's, was, that's big at OSBP. That's something new to their website, that, you know, there's these certifications and there's um, ways that small businesses might be able to get those certs at no cost or low cost. And that, as small business, business professionals, these small businesses will be coming to them first. So they need to know that, and that's what OSBP would like for their small business professionals to know so it can, they can actually carry out their strategic plan. So this is, in, in layman's terms, this is kind of like bringing what I would say fresh bread because mm -hmm. we always want to make sure that we're, we're on the cutting edge of the learning for our students. And, you know, Gigi and I, we refer to our students all the time. We love our students. We want to make sure that they're successful. Adult learning is different. Uh, one of the beautiful things that takes place in the small business classes is a lot of interaction among the students. So we got students that are very experienced. We got some that are mid-level, some experienced, and some that are fairly new. But whether they're brand new or they're very experienced, they're the practitioners that sit in their seats. Gigi and I, we're not out in the field sitting in an acquisition command. We're, we're kind of instructing them with the knowledge that we have. But when you can bring those items that are important and that are relevant to them, I think that's critical. Mm -hmm. And one of our key teaching points, which I think you're reinforcing without even stating it, is that the earlier a small business professional is engaged in the acquisition process, the more successful they will be with their acquisition teams, not driving to a specific acquisition outcome, but the correct acquisition outcome to get the best product or service to our warfighters, cost schedule performance, hopefully small business having a, a maximum opportunity. But the other thing is that they are oftentimes the first point of contact that for that agency that a small business may talk to. So, Gigi, you're a former small business owner, right? Yes. So, so when you contacted an agency, the, your opinion of that agency as a potential customer may have been formed, good or bad, by your interaction with that small business office. Is that maybe so or not? That is correct, yes. And it, it's formed by what, whomever, the small business office, getting the information from the small business office that I needed. And whether I was getting information from them that demonstrated that the small business professional was knowledgeable um, about the programs, whether they were creditable, and whether they knew that if they whether they had enough information to give me, so that they can point me in the direction I needed to go, whether it was with their agency or if it was another agency. Kind of like we, the small business. I kind of say we because I was a small business professional for a long time, mm -hmm. so I still consider us we, although we're not sitting in their seats. One of the things that we really take great pride in the community is helping them get another step into the process. We know it's very difficult to be a small business owner. You don't go into it for fun. It, it's, it's really difficult, particularly in today's climate with inflation and you know all the government mandates and all the things that are levied on top of these small business owners. So we can help them move further down the path to that contract, that touchdown, that next opportunity, we want to do that. And that might be something as simple as my agency doesn't buy Gigi what you're selling me, right. but I, I know an agency that does. Mm -hmm. Or I have a point of contact that you should go network with that will help you along the path. And I think that's what you're you're talking about. It's, it's really all about relationships, mm -hmm. communication, networking. Right. And I think 
you saw this from a different perspective up in that office, right? Yes, Talk about how, how that office kind of relates to what we do at DAU and maybe how it relates to the, to the small business professionals in the field that are practitioners. How, how, does, how, how does that diagram work for someone that may not know a lot about that? Okay, well, one of the things you just brought up when you said that is um, the small business comes in and you tell them um, about your or I actually brought up about how, how they could send, give me direction or send me suits somewhere else. One of the things that's very important is that the small business professionals are knowledgeable about the, what, what the projected requirements are. Okay. What's, what are the forecasted requirements at their agency? And what I learned while I was at the Office of Small Business Programs um, is that some, we, they're interested as well. So, for example, they put out a data call as far as um, to small business professionals to determine whether or not they're engaged early in the acquisition process. Key point. Because when you mention projections, that's why I said you brought it up, is because if you're not up front early, you're, you're not, you don't even know what the projected requirements are. So small business professionals, in order to con um, consult small businesses that come in, once the solicitation has been released, it's almost too late, right. you know, because all the other businesses who might be interested in competing, they already have started everything from that projection. And it also puts them in the acquisition process in the beginning before the solicitation is re released. For example, looking at the projections, that's, that, should be, that is part of market research. Mar market research is strategic. You don't have to have a, I mean, it's both strategic and tactical, but strategic market research, you don't have to have a requirement yet to start looking out there to see if there are small businesses that might be capable to meet that requirement. They can start building a database. I've learned in some of my classes from um, students in the class that they might not have known about the acquisition until they were reviewing the 2579. So they're way behind. Too late in the process, Gigi? That's right, too late in the process. And some of my um, students have um, explained to me their experiences where they might have had to halt that acquisition because there were two or, small, two or more small businesses who, could, who had the capabilities, but they didn't know about the process even going on until 2579. So early engagement is important. Um, I was able to align with, because not just the small business courses that I teach, but some of the um, classes that are at DAU, I was, I was able to come back into the classroom and explain to our, my students or make recommendations to the students that there are other DAU courses that has the acquisition process. Um, they, we have an online one, Act 165, and we also have a, a built Act 265. And there's also the Far Department of Defense instructions that, that provide the acquisition process, starting at step one, form the team, who should be on the team. And I was also able to discuss with the students how if you're not on the team in the beginning, if you're not welcome on the team to, to begin with, how to earn their seat at the table because there's laws, regulations, and policies that say that they should be there up front. 
before the market research. So they're not always asked or invited. Sometimes they've got to work their way in, mm-hmm. but it's critical to, to do there because of the value they bring with yes. the things you talked about, statutory, regulatory, mm-hmm. process. I mean, not a day goes by when I come to work. Gigi, you probably say the same thing. There's not something in, in the email traffic or the news about something in acquisition, and oftentimes it's small business related. Right. That's why they exist, to be the experts, to bring that type of knowledge to the acquisition workforce. Mm-hmm. So I think this is really, I'm, I'm getting excited. I feel like we're teaching a whole class. <laughs> so some of you probably might be feeling a little overwhelmed right now with the data. So let me just take a TV timeout for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. This information is available for everybody. I said academia, industry, and government. DAU has two, two types of courses. We have online courses, which are basically open to anybody that registers with DAU and establishes account. That's on, an online training where you enroll and you take the course on your own time. There's no instructor involvement. There's no cost for the courses. Mm-hmm. There are two new Small business courses, which Gigi is the lamb, I'm the learning director. Small business professional, SBP 1010-1010 and SBP 2010-2010. Both of those courses are less than a year old. They're about six or seven hours a piece to complete the course. They talk a lot about Project Spectrum and Apex Accelerators, we make sure, and all the other things that Gigi's talking about. So if there's some terms in there that you're unfamiliar with, particularly from industry, take those courses, absolutely. We also teach what we call virtual instructor-led courses because all of our classroom courses for small business are taught virtually, which means You don't sit in a classroom. You sit at home or wherever you're taking the class, but you have an instructor with you the entire time. All of our small business classes are taught with two instructors. So like Gigi and I, when we teach, we're with you the whole class. Those are only available to DOD uh, personnel only, government civilians or uh, military, uh, you know, or fourth estate uh, civilians that are eligible to take, take the virtual classes. But you can get a lot of learning by the online classes. So a lot of terminology that we're, we're putting out there, don't feel overwhelmed that it's there for you. The other thing is, and, and we just, there was a survey done recently, right? The yes. DOD survey, OSBP surveyed the workforce, mm-hmm. and a lot of the respondents said they really weren't familiar with some of the other things DAU does. Is that what you saw? Yes. So I'm a little concerned, right? Because we, 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 we want to make sure we get it out there. Mm-hmm. So all of these podcasts and all of the webinars, and DAU does a lot of webinars, they're all available to anybody. You can get these podcasts multiple ways. You can go to the DAU uh, event page and register for upcoming events. You can see historical events. And if it's a two-hour webinar, once it's completed, it's published. All of the audio, all of the video, all of the artifacts that went with that webinar are there. So you can go back and redo it. You can encourage someone, or you might find it by happenstance and, and learn. So we do a lot of learning for everybody that way. We have a small business media page where anything that's focused on small business that is not a classroom or an online course is published. So example, that's another way you would find this podcast we're doing when it it Mm -hmm. gets published. Uh, You mentioned Project Spectrum. I know that there's going to be a Project Spectrum webinar coming up shortly. Uh, So you might want to go back and listen to that if you want to know about Project Spectrum. So really cool stuff. 
So before I get to the, another topic about the, the, the small business training, is there anything else you want to give a shout out to the small business professionals about something that they would really be helpful for them that you learned or they might want to apply? Hmm. Okay, so what might be helpful that you, everything that we talked about so far, I, I say you should apply, uh, but not just the, um, the webinars and the um, online classes, uh, particularly, and it's not just um, um, if I'm just talking to the small business professionals, for example. There's the DOD instructions that you should take a look at as well, because those DOD instructions help you to understand what the process is, the acquisition process is, and what your role is in, those, in the process. So when we talk about DOD instruction, we, when we talk about early engagement, small business professionals, don't take it personal. Everybody at the table, pretty much except for the contracting officer and the program manager, has to earn their seat at the table. Um, and making sure that you're familiar with and knowledgeable of the DOD instruction, that helps you and it supports you, the laws, the policies, um, all of that supports you to go to, to be at the table. And you might want to provide a presentation to the acquisition team on what your role is. What is it that you're doing? And during that presentation, you can also give them the, um, some examples of what might happen if the small business professional is not included at the table. And like, for example, it gets to the 2579 and it's not approved because there's market research out there that shows that there are two or more, two or more small businesses or that there should be um, better, um, there should be subcontracting participation or something that was not included that a small business professional would have advocated for. So what that means is maybe the agency is not going to get the best solution. Mm -hmm. best product or service and it certainly then also prohibits or inhibits small businesses from providing their innovation technology solutions or growing because most mm -hmm. if not all of the large businesses started out as small that's right and it, it, it's it's a great way uh, to develop a business so a lot of things that we're sharing apply directly to industry as well that the mm -hmm. skills are basically the same understanding the market if you're government you want to know what's going on in the market you talked about strategic market research right. always knowing what's going on if you're industry you want to know how your potential customer mm -hmm. how do they buy I mean if right. you're the army you may buy differently than the way the Navy buys I know we have to follow the federal acquisition regulation but the services and in within the services the acquisition commands or buying commands have different products or services that they routinely buy mm -hmm. you kind of need to know how does the agency that you're pursuing as a potential customer buy you need to know what's going on with process mm -hmm. you certainly need to know regulations mm -hmm. contracting vehicles so what we're sharing really I think applies to anybody that's in in this marketplace, right. we need industry. We we need your products and services. Mm -hmm. We need your innovation. I think DOD spent uh, about eighty six billion dollars in FY twenty two with mm -hmm. small business, which I think is the most ever. So there's significant opportunities, mm -hmm. but the dollars are going to fewer and fewer small businesses over the last decade or so. We, we've been hemorrhaging small businesses out of the defense industrial base. Part of this whole process is to help bring them back in right. into the industrial base. Right. 
Right. Uh, so we want to encourage our, our small business uh, owners and, and you know CEOs and CFOs and all those folks, presidents, to be involved. We welcome academia involvement as well. We need your thoughts too. In many cases, the, the uh, academic institutions are forming these coalitions with government and industry to have innovation in their certain technology corridors. So there, there's a role for everybody to play because at the end of the day, we all want to make sure that our warfighters get what they need so they can get their job done and get home safely. And uh, it's a different world than it was a couple of years ago. There's a, you can read the news as well as this weekend. There's a lot of things going on out there. All right, so th this is this has been a really motivating and inspirational discussion. I really enjoy working with Gigi, and to have her be able to do this with me today has is, is been is been awesome. So, is there anything else that you think that you'd like to kind of put out? Is a, what, what's your kind of get off the stage comment to kind of bring this to a close? This this podcast. Okay. Well. Um, I, th I think we've left you with quite a bit of information um, as far as taking DAU courses, uh, as far as what Office of Small Business Program strategy is, um, and how, we, what, how my rotation helped me to align our DAU strategy along with Office of Small Business Program strategy. Awesome, and I, I can't thank you enough for doing this. So I fully concur. We have left you with a lot of information, but fear not. There's a lot of resources out there, and we will be back at a, at a later date to give you some more information to continue this discussion. So thanks very much, and please tune in to All Things Small Business Podcast. Thank you.